0: Hi, it's Natasha
1: and Khalil,
0: and we are the co-hosts of
1: Woke, Woke and Free. Free.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 36th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, and the world, and nothing is off the table. Now, in this episode, we're talking all about the do's and don'ts of relationships with our special guest, author, and relationship specialist, Kim Love Jones. But before we dive deep into the subject, we have a couple of ground rules to cover. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio? If not, Shame on you. I'm just joking. (laughs) But please do. We greatly appreciate your love and support for what we're doing. And if you haven't shared an episode, this would be a phenomenal episode to start sharing with your friends and family. So share, 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 share away. Also, we're very active on social media. So you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. And then, of course, if you are interested in reviewing an episode, which, again, we'd love to hear feedback from you, you can definitely do so on all of our platforms, such as iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. And all the platforms that we're on, you'll find on WokenFree.com.
1: Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared what our favorite dance moves were. This week, we're going to share what's our favorite way to unwind and also de-stress.
0: Super easy. Okay, so I'm pretty easy in that sense. Uh, Number one with a bullet, read a book. I have loved reading since I could read as a young child. My favorite book, I think I've shared on the show before, is The Hobbit. So read, read, read. Uh, Watch a scary scary movie. Now, it doesn't necessarily unwind me because then I become petrified in life. But... (laughs) It, it relaxes me instantly. Uh, clearly, uh, Jamaica all the way, so definitely a drink or two.
2: Particularly
0: <laughs> uh, uh, an apple martini is my drink of choice. And uh, without a doubt, a nap or two or three. How, uh, about, how uh, about you? Wow,
1: that's a lot of things there. Mine's a, Mine's a lot shorter and just simpler. So what I do to unwind is I first grab a big glass of water with ice cubes in it. Then I grab a big bucket of dry quinoa seeds, and I just binge-watch Netflix while playing video games.
0: Lies you tell. So
1: that's what I do. That's terrible. What?
0: We're we- supposed to be honest during this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what type of lies and fairy tales you're sharing with what, the, the quinoa Free seeds?
1: Well, I think of them as quinoa seeds, but maybe it's popcorn. I don't know.
0: Okay, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I
1: do like to do that. Come on. That's my way to unwind. You you like to do the apple martinis, so I can't have quinoa?
0: I actually do drink apple martinis, though. I have
1: know. quinoa seeds in the pantry.
0: Moving on to the next segment.
2: <laughs>
1: See? <laughs>
0: So uh, with that disturbing chair, I think it's uh, a perfect (laughs) opportunity to talk a little bit more about who our guest is, Kim Love-Jones. First of all, shout out to Kim Love-Jones because her name is just dope. Uh, (laughs) Love, love, love. But why do we love her? So she's an author, speaker, and relationship specialist. She's recognized as an authority on interpersonal relationships as well as personal growth and development. Ms. Jones has directly impacted the lives of many as she fulfills her mission To change the way men and women relate to one another, putting them on the path to healthier, more meaningful relationships, both personally and professionally. And I uh, wanted to make sure the Woken Free Nation knew about Kim Love Jones because I've interviewed her for Sisters on Fire, which of course you will also see the link on uh, WokenFree.com. But she's just really dope and I think she has a really interesting um, perspective on relationships. And so without further ado... Let's get to our conversation
1: on our show. We like to ask a personal question every week. And this week we have Kim Love Jones with us and she'll be telling us her personal share. So the share this week would be, what is your favorite way to unwind and de-stress?
3: To get
1: away
3: from everybody and go to the beach.
1: (laughs) Okay. A beach thing. Yeah.
3: yeah, I love it. Not antisocial
1: at all. No, <laughs> no, no,
3: I'm not actually. I'm really, really not.
1: I'm would really you go not to like a I'm private not. beach, or, or would it be like no, a no, beach no, that's just super the public- crowded, or like how? No, it doesn't matter. In? It's, it doesn't it's
3: matter. just if I'm alone, if I'm alone, you know, there's something healing in my mind, in my brain about water. Mm. And so anytime I find myself around water, it's so serene to me. It's very peaceful. Some people might get it if they go, you know, hiking or something. And I probably would get it there, too. But I'm more connected, I think, to the beach.
2: Mm. I love it.
3: And okay. I love or any kind of water, really. It could be a, a really big lake. You know, I love the water. Mm. Yeah, okay. So
1: so the pool wouldn't count, though? No, the pool na- won't do. No. Okay.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: It's not That's a be natural, natural. Yeah. So, yeah,
3: it's got to be not a natural a word. thing.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right. All right. Nice.
0: So as a relationship coach and specialist and author on the subject, what would you say, like, you know, obviously there's a lot that can be said in a relationship, but what are, like, the top worst things that people should definitely not say when they're in a relationship with each other?
3: <laughs> are you done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pray for you oh. for real. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> That was just off the rip, but, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> um, the worst thing that people can say is probably you didn't, you didn't, you, you, you should have never said that to me. Mm. That's probably one of the worst things that people can say. Why do you oh, say oh. that? The reason why I'm saying that is because what happens is is that it doesn't create a, a place of freedom, you know, in the relationship. And sometimes people will say things off the cuff that they don't mean, or you know, or a joke, or you know, and it and it may be crass, it may not, you know what I mean? It may be you know kind of you know crazy or whatever, but they are comfortable enough to say it because you know you're building in the relationship. And so what I find is that, you know, once you start putting um, restrictions, you know, unbeknownst to you, you might think, oh, that's so not nice. Don't say that. That's rude. And, you know, or you're out of bounds for saying that to me. You actually start to inhibit them from flowing in who they are, Mm. their authentic selves. And people need to be authentic with their partners. And I find, especially in new marriages and in new relationships, When you start to see stuff like that, people try to, you know, kibosh, they try to suppress it. You know, that's not the part of you I like. And because of that, that creates an environment that doesn't foster authenticity.
0: Mm,
1: Okay.
0: Very interesting. Yes. Okay.
1: What are the common Um, signs? Oh, you have more to say on that?
3: No, no, no. I'm done. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. (laughs) So the next question is, what are the common signs that you are in love?
3: Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> when they just got on your absolute last nerve. I mean, when they wow. just got on your absolute last nerve. No, really. And you <laughs> only it's the only nerve that you got left. I mean, you're in the height of something crazy going on in your life and they just do and say the absolute wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the absolute wrong thing. And you realize, you know, it's not in the good times that you realize how much you really love a person. It is when they have just went over and above, stepping on that last nerve, and, and you realize that in spite of what they just did and in spite of who they are, you love them and you still want to create and build with it. Mm-hmm. That's when you know. That's when you know.
0: mm I uh, totally wow. agree.
1: That, <laughs> right. uh, that makes things
3: really. You're like, I now. don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like you. You know, I'm really not liking you right now. Wow. But, but, but I love you. <laughs> oh. And we're and we're going and we're going to do this together. And and it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're going to get through this together. But you don't realize, you know, when when the sun is shining. When the sun is shining and again you're walking on the beach and you're holding hands and you're and you're kissing and, and you know, coddling and cuddling, you don't know then. You really don't know then. You know, it up until that point, it is it, it's it, you know, up until you start going through some stuff, mm. you kinda don't really know if you're all in. You know, it's it's nice in the sunshine. But mm. can you stand the rain? Who did that? New addition. Was <laughs> that new edition? Can you stand the rain? Yeah. You can start singing that kind of stuff. You know, you're like, can you stand the rain? You know what I mean? No, because wow. people think it's cute. You know, and it is cute. I'm not going to say that it's not cute. It's cute. It's cute in the beginning. But you won't know until you've been in the trenches with each other.
2: Mm. And what people
3: really need to know about relationships over everything is that it does take a lot of work, and there will be days like this. And people who have been married for 30 and 40 years, they weren't always this happily ever after business, mm. right? Uh, yes. People think. They think because on the outside they see, and they go, oh, they're such a good couple. And, and, you know, and, yes, they are. They are. But, the, but they made a decision. Consciously or unconsciously or subconsciously, they made a decision. I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to stand with you no matter what. Exactly. No matter what.
2: Absolutely. That's what makes it
3: work. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. You are preaching wow. to the choir and every evangelist listening <laughs> and non-evangelist listening. And
1: like, most people, most couples go through this. Yes.
0: That struggle <laughs> yeah. is real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it is. A common thing.
3: Oh my and, and you want to know, and you want to know, and one of my biggest things is, you know, I always say, you know, tell people your testimony, because mm. nobody wants to like kind of air out their business. Nobody's going to do a public service announcement, right? And I understand that. <laughs> and you should not. You know, you don't want to do a PSA about your life, but if you run into one of your friends who's struggling and, and they're saying, you know, I'm going to leave and I'm going to, you know, and I'm tired of this and she doesn't do this and, you know, because men, men don't talk a lot, but when they do talk, they talk to their boys and sometimes if they talk to their boys because they need to vent. Right, mm. um, they don't always correct. Me. Like, yeah, man, my wife is crazy too, and then, you know, and it becomes a free for all. <laughs> well, women, no, because women do the same thing. But you, you want to encourage all the time. You know, your 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 girlfriends and your guy friends. You know, you want to encourage them that it's going. You know, fall back. Fall back, really, (laughs) and and, and reevaluate what you're talking about here. What did you get married for? Who lied to you and told you that this was going to be a cakewalk? Mm. Who said that you were not going to, especially initially, um, go through some of these bumps and bruises or have these different things going on? Um, This is when the rubber meets the road. And sometimes somebody got to talk some sense into your, your friends. Because ev- all of us are going through, but if people never tell you, if they never say, listen, man, me and my wife went through this, or, uh, you know, listen, girl, me and my husband went through this, you, 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 you're not helping them, and you, you help them by sharing your testimony. Absolutely. Not to the point of, you know, you know airing your crap. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Right, yeah, absolutely. right. And that's right. why we're having right. this
0: conversation, because we wanted to be, to be woke and free in a relationship means, yeah, you've got to talk about when it's raining and when it's thundering and yes. sometimes when it's downright hailing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you have to say, oh, okay, this is, like, real talk. Like, let's have a real conversation, okay? Yeah, um, yeah. So me and Khalil differ on this next question I'm about to ask you, actually. And mm-hmm. uh and I, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. So the question mm-hmm. is, is it possible to be in love with more than one person at once?
3: Absolutely. Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I'm gonna tell you when you when you fully, you know, um, get the concept of love whether it's relational in terms of romantic or it's your um parents or your children right mhm it does not matter we all have the capacity to love people for who they are our difficulty is is that it comes with um usually it comes with conditions
2: mm-hmm. i
3: don't i don't love you anymore because the last time i talked to you you hurt me right mhm mm-hmm. <laughs> It's almost, in a sense, and and I don't want to go too deep, but in a sense, it's saying because you are who you are, you are unlovable. And you're not actually saying those words, but your behavior is saying that. I love so many people genuinely. I love them for who they are and what they mean to me. And I would, I would, I would have their backs. I wouldn't want to see them um, in any, um, you know, even in my ex-husband, you know, oh my God, I hope he never listens to this. But I would never (laughs) want him, I would never, ever want anything bad to happen to him, anything Mm -hmm. ever. And I still love him. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, you know, grandkids, we have children, um, but I, I only want the best for him. That's all I want, and and even if we're not together, I have you know he can't stop me from loving because mm-hmm. that is the nature of who I am. Mm. I'm so, you know, so 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 okay. when you talk about love in the in the capacity of the ability to love, of course you can love more than one person at the same time. Now, who you're going to give your attention to is a whole nother talk show. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was explaining to someone last night friendship, same same, same um, ballpark. You can only have so many friends because you cannot, I mean, true friendship and what it is,
2: uh-huh. is,
3: is preferring the person, you know, I don't want to say over yourself because that's love right? That's love. Mm-hmm. But what you do in in the confines of friendship and building relationships is you share a certain level of intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about sex. Mm-hmm. So it's the same, it's the same, it's the same principle. So you, while you have the ability to give love and be and say, everybody is your friend. When Mm -hmm. the rubber meets the road, you're going to, you know, your core group, if you have five friends, you have a lot of friends. Because by the time you get finished going over to sit with their mother, um, understanding that they just had a baby and they can't keep the house clean or they're very sick, and you go over to make cook them food, and you make sure that they're okay, and you have to take care of your house, your situation, your children. I'm talking about true friendship. It's Mm -hmm. a sacrifice. Yes, I, so yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> so you can't have twenty-five friends no. like that, no, because no. you cannot you cannot give your attention to your closest friend if you got twenty-five friends like that. Who and so love in and of itself is an act of service. So even if you're not with somebody else, but let let's just say my ex husband's mom, I still take her to lunch. Wow. Mm. Because I love her. Mm. You that's understand what I'm saying? And it's really, not contingent yeah, wow. upon it's not contingent upon whether or not I am in relationship still with her son. That's, that's very re- that's advanced, wow. Because it's love. Mm. Because it doesn't have, you know, and it might not be, you know, Natasha. Let me not, you know, you know, because I'm not some, you know, saint. It might not be, but once or twice a year, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But but the but but the principle is still the same. Like Ma, I haven't talked to you in so long. How are you? How's everything going? Listen, I'm going to come and get you. We're going to go to lunch. I'm going to take you to lunch mm-hmm. because she matters to me. Now I'm Mm. not with her every day. I don't talk to her every day, but do I love her? Absolutely I do.
0: Mm. That's very special. And that's interesting how you're framing the conversation about how you're saying that like it's it's essentially you're saying like it's up to us whether we put conditions on the on how we feel about other people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you conditioned your care for your ex-husband's family in relationship to your relationship with him, then when that was no longer the case then you wouldn't interact with his family but you you actively chose not to do that
3: right and mm-hmm. how authentic how authentic is it really hmm. the relationship that you have hmm. interesting hmm. okay that so is we're a... talking about we're talking about real love we're mm-hmm. talking about authenticity we're talking about honor and, and, you know, and, and, and you know, so because so, all of those things tie into one another. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, okay. So I'm, that's where I am, and, and that's why I believe. And so now I don't have hmm. any bad relationships. Well, maybe one or two. But, I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I work hard at not trying to keep anything going. You know, but just being authentic and really telling people how I feel. And sometimes you can't tell them. You've got to show them. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, and here's the other thing a lot of people get caught up in. They believe that by them doing that, by them giving love, and it's crazy. It might sound crazy, but that they – um. But but, but by them giving love um, to someone else that they are somehow cheating or it's not cheating themselves by just loving and it's never the case. Hmm. You actually, your service to another human being gives you so much joy that you end up getting love back like a hundredfold for every act of kindness that you show to another human being. Absolutely. So a lot of people don't get that. They don't mm-hmm. get that. And so it's okay. It's okay to be friends. It's okay. You know, you don't have to see them every day. You don't have to talk to them every day. Um, it's in my case, now when you're married, there are another set of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, but I'm talking about you know because there's a lot of single people that oh I don't want to talk to this family because they all suck. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> no. no. You, how genuine? You know, I question how genuine. were you know when you were going shopping with them, when you were out to dinner, when you were at the family um um um. Uh, Dinners, you know, Christmas, the holidays, and you had all these great relationships with these people, and then all of a sudden you dropped off the face of the planet. Or how about this? Or how about they ostracize you because you weren't in the family anymore? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. And you say, well, wait a minute. Did I, did I do something to you guys? I still love you. You can call me sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, it's, and it's rejection on a whole nother level because not only are you and the guy not together anymore, but you're being rejected now by 25 other people who you mm-hmm. thought were your friends.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
3: So, you know, it, it's huge. And I'm sorry, I, maybe I'm deviating off, but mm-hmm. I really believe that we have the capacity to love. And love, loving someone does not mean that you're in their face every day. It does not mean that you're their doormat. It doesn't mean any of that. It just that means that you are being what you want to have.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, had, I had another question sort of on that. Is, is it true that people fall in and out of love? And if they do, like, how do you manage to actually stay in love? I,
3: I would question if it was love to begin with.
1: Really? Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: That's a very common phrase, though, that people say, like, in relationships, You know, sometimes like kind of like what you were saying earlier that you, uh, you know, you're like, I love you, but I don't like you. But then also the uh, the idea of like maybe you're just you're like not you haven't been connecting for a little bit. But then you know maybe you you know go on some romantic or you know vacation and then you you get time together and then you're kind of back on track. You you don't believe that's possible once you. Oh no no no.
3: Okay, I was trying. Okay, I understand the the context now better. Okay. Um, so, so the question is, Khalil, do you believe people can fall in and out of love, or yes, yes. In, in a relationship? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Especially when you're married. Especially when you're married, because it's those times that you're ready to walk away. Your spouse is like, no, I'm fighting for this because I'm not going <laughs> to let you go. We've invested too much. We've invested too much, and then there's other times that you're going to have to talk your spouse off the ledge just because it's Tuesday, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just because it's Tuesday, you know, can I tell you guys women, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm going to just, because if you're at a different stage in your life, you know, um, women go through so many hormonal changes and we never think that men do right? Because, you know, men don't think that they do anyway. They're like, oh, I'm fine. You're crazy. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, they're in the midst of a mid- right, they're in the midst of a midlife crisis and going to buy a Corvette. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) <laughs> but but the women are nuts, you know. I mean, that's just how it is. They're crazy, okay. They're PMSing or they're menopausing. I mean, it's no in-between. It's mm-hmm. it's a whole, you know, but they don't get, men don't get that they go through the same process and they have those moments when they don't feel their best. They don't feel like they look good enough and they don't feel complete. They go through those moments where they don't really know that they matter. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And there's some days that, because you got the little cutie at the office who goes over and says, can you help me with my problem, right? Mm -hmm. And he he helps her, and he's not even thinking about her, and she says something like, you are absolutely the best. I don't know what I would do without you. And he's not really feeling that great about himself, right? Mm -hmm. Because at home, everything is just mediocre nobody's congratulating. nobody's telling him how wonderful he is nobody's telling him he's amazing the kids are running around when he gets home he's got a cook dinner he or or he comes in his wife is cooking dinner she doesn't she barely gives him a kiss or a hug this is what you're supposed to do you don't get a medal for coming out and taking out the garbage i mean let's just be clear you know what i mean yeah so yeah. so so he got the little the little honey at work he's not even paying honey any but after a while, because she knows that he knows what he's doing, he's very articulate. He, he, he's meticulous in his work, and he has a great work ethic. And she appreciates that about him, right? Yeah. I forgot what the question was altogether. <laughs> but that's how. But the Not reason why I'm saying that, love. yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Because because he knows he wants his wife. He's happy at home, basically. But he may be very well going through something where he himself does not feel good. And it's a trick of the enemy to, you know, in a sense, you know, because all of a sudden he'll want to feel, you know, not all of a sudden every man wants to feel like they're the king. I don't know anybody who doesn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing because we go through ups and downs, and there'll be days when you get so, you know, you get frustrated with your life. You want to do more. You want to do better. And, and and you don't seem to be making a lot of headway. And it's almost like, you know, well, you forgot about what we dreamed about? Did mm-hmm. you forget about when I met you that we talked about building an empire and, and all of the wonderful things that we could do? And all of a sudden, all of that went to the wayside because now we got the kids, we got this, we got that. You, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and and I'm no longer, I'm not even pursuing what I wanted to pursue for my life anymore. And you get into the mundane. So men go through crises just like women do, and, mm-hmm. they, and they go through these things. And, and women, you know, we talk about PMS, we talk about all these other things, and it's time, though in those times that we have to come back to ourselves and say, wait a minute, but I love you, and we're going to make it work, and we're going to sit down and we're going to communicate this to one another.
2: Mm-hmm. We're going
3: to love on one another. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know, And and so it might be the wife this day. You know and it might be the husband that day, and somebody's got to be bold enough to, to 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 fight for what they want to keep their marriage okay. alive, so yeah, yeah, I'm sorry I all right, sorry. all right,
1: no, no, but you you definitely answered the first and the second part of the question well, and right now, I'd like to jump into our scenarios because it is mm-hmm. scenario time, <laughs> and Uh-oh. what we do is go through some, a couple of scenarios for you, and we want to get your opinion on how they should deal with this or how they can get through their life. <laughs> just, just if this occurs. Absolutely. So okay. I'm going to start off okay. with the first scenario and you can hear it out. If you have questions at the end, you can ask and we'll try to okay. answer it to make it more clear if it's not. And, and we'll take it from there. You'll give us your answer. So scenario right. one, we're ready. <laughs> Jane right. married Alex six months ago. He has a very mm-hmm. demanding job as a highly sought after oncologist. They don't spend a lot of time together due to his demanding work schedule. When they are together, they have a blast because they have great chemistry. Last week, they were fighting incessantly over the months uh, over the most trivial matters. When Jane was doing the laundry, she saw a note from a fellow physician that Alex works with. And on the note, it said, thanks for last night. Can't wait to do it again. Should Jane bring this up to Alex? Or should she do some snooping first before the broaching the subject with Alex?
3: I think she should bring it up to him. Mm. I, th- I think that she should. I don't think there should be any snooping. It creates an a, an environment of not trusting. And why does that have to be a bad thing? What do, what has to be a bad thing? The fact that she saw, it, you know, that they might have been together last night, it doesn't have to mean anything. Interesting, right? Yeah, but it's true. but it but it's just interesting <laughs> cuz yeah. some people,
0: you know, like I I'm a jealous person. So if I like if this scenario was my life, I would be enraged.
1: <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> He would talk about bringing it but up, it and just come to, but it doesn't
3: come at have me. to mean anything. But it doesn't have so to mean hard. anything. Would, she, listen, Khalil, I dissect that she would be giving you the business. Yeah, I detect that. It's going down. Yeah. See,
1: that's messed but up. I,
3: but, yeah, I'm so sorry, Khalil. You know, but anyway, <laughs> it's just far for the course. You just don't do it, Khalil. So, but anyway, how come, how
1: come yeah. she can't just bring it up in a nice manner? Because, like you said, no. you don't know what that means, right? You're about to say. right. You
3: don't know. You know what I find. You know what I find in, in in scenarios just like that, and it doesn't even have to be in a relationship. You know, you can't have to go into a meeting, you know, because your boss wants to see you, and and you go in, the, and you're already, um, um, you're already um projecting into your future. You don't know what they want to talk to you about. You don't even know what happened. So so then you start projecting to the negative, that's not healthy.
2: Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. will
3: always bring you to a place of unrest. Mm-hmm. But if you just simply ask the question and be in the moment that right now,
2: mm-hmm.
3: it will always net you a better result. Because, and it will also, again, foster close talk, because I should be able to share that with you. Oh, that's right. Last night, babe, when you came in, I came in late. You were sleeping. Um me and me and a few of the um other doctors, we just ran out and we got something um to drink or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um or we happened to see I don't know, something you hadn't seen in a long time. We don't know who to notice from, but you know, if we can, you know, mm-hmm. summarize, projecting to the negative will always give you something negative. It will, Mm -hmm. because even, you know, even if the other, if if the other thing is innocent, because your mind starts speeding and racing. I mean, you're down the block, you're five miles ahead and nothing has happened. None of that is true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. None of what you're projecting is true. So so that's the reason why it's important to be in the right now and just to ask the question.
1: And and, and
3: ask the question in a safe environment. Absolutely. Make it safe. Let me mm-hmm. tell you a story. I had a very, very good friend, right? And and she worked three jobs, right? And oh, her husband wow. and her husband was working, um she worked every other weekend she worked somewhere. She worked at like somewhere, but she had a very good job, but they were just, you know, making money. They were trying to like get their bank accounts up and do so they made the decision that they were gonna work. So he worked two jobs, she worked three, and she was going to school. So she's oh. taking classes. Mm. So, also, you know, so you can imagine her regular nine to five, working a, a little, like, three hours a night after the nine to five, and then on the weekends, and then she oh. was taking classes, but sometimes she was up overnight, right? So oh. I got to tell y'all a story because this is so relative. So she called me up one day, and she said, I think he's having an affair. I'm like, are you serious? And she goes, mm. Yeah. Because because he I, I, he was sitting in a car and he's talking to somebody on the phone. I asked who he was talking to because he didn't answer me when I called him because I saw him sitting outside in the car. She says, <laughs> I, "I you know I know." And then I checked his phone and it was some chick, and <laughs> I think he's having an affair. <laughs> so so she said, "What you know if he's having an affair, I'm leaving him." And I said, <laughs> "Wow." So then she says to me, "So then she says to me, he won't tell me." I said I wouldn't tell you either. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, Why 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 wouldn't you why would you tell me? I said, Because you would leave me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so she says, Well, 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 that's not right because I need them to tell me. I said, I wouldn't tell you. Mm. You guys have like this amazing seven hundred thousand dollar house, right? Mm. I mean, you know, like wow. you guys have been building this freaking empire. You've been doing all of this stuff. I said, listen, I know you see this from one side, but consider this. Your husband needs you. I understand Mm -hmm. what the game plan is. Mm -hmm. But don't get so caught up that you lose sight of of the build, you you know, because you're building that you lose sight of the nurturing that needs to take place in every relationship.
2: Mm -hmm. You
3: understand? Yeah. to be able to talk to you. And I wouldn't tell you nothing. I'm going to tell you because I know you. I know you. And I wouldn't tell you. Mm -hmm. Because I know that you would walk out the door and it would destroy everything. And all it had to do was be a phone conversation.
0: True. Very true. Oof. Dropping gems. Okay. Okay. Next scenario. Derek and Elaine are engaged and they're getting married in January of 2019 this year they've decided to really watch their extra spending habits so that they can save as much money as possible for their beautiful wedding that they're planning for yesterday derek bought a 1200 laptop without telling his fiance elaine beforehand elaine handles all the finances and was very disturbed to see the 1200 reju- reduction in their bank account when she asked derek about the the whole situation via text message he refuses to answer. He doesn't answer the text message. How should Elaine handle this situation?
3: Wait till Derek gets home. No. (laughs) Oh man. No, I'm just, no, but really, again, it comes down to communication. Mm -hmm. Again, it comes down to communication because what is it exactly that you need to have this conversation about. It could have been theft. It could have been fraud. It could have been any Mm -hmm. number of things. Mm -hmm. And so if he he genuinely bought the laptop, but you have not seen him yet and you're texting him because you see the deduction in your bank account, then, Mm -hmm. again, you need to communicate with Derek how important was it for you to get that laptop when you know mm-hmm. that this is what we're planning for um his laptop could have just broken and you don't know that i don't know when he needs it for work i don't know mm-hmm. the scenario and it's, you know but i would suggest that she would um communicate that to him um that she's very disappointed because that's a $1200 hit to their bank account
2: mm-hmm. and
3: I, I that was that's all it's really just a matter of communication Should he have bought the laptop?
0: uh, Should he have done that, like bought it before speaking to her? Or should that have been a household decision?
3: I think you could have made it. You know, I'll tell you this. There are different strokes for different folks. There is a right way and a wrong way, I think, to do everything. But Mm -hmm. if you want to keep your household happy, then you would make, you would do what you need to do. And I'm not saying that to be funny. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you just wouldn't make off-the-cuff um, purchases. Not mm-hmm. to say that that doesn't happen, because it happens all the time in relationships. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. well, it's my money. I work for it. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> well, while you can, and that's absolutely the truth, your ego is not your amigo. <laughs> <laughs> and, I like that one. Um, Put that on a
2: t-shirt.
1: Yeah,
3: that's a good one. That's That's <laughs> dope. <laughs> <laughs> right, and so yeah, of course you can. You're you have uh, you can do whatever you want, but that is a a real serious financial decision, especially before you get married. That's a conversation that needs to be had.
2: Mm-hmm,
3: you know, mm-hmm. how are we going to do this? We've already established that I'm going to handle the the expenses and this, that, and the other, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if that be the case then, you know, one of the things that you want to be consciously aware of is that we do need to have these conversations so it's not a problem later on. So I would definitely talk to him about it. You know, and assuming it's not fraud or anything else, I would just, you know, simply say, listen, babe, we're going to have to do better than that because we had plans to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, and it doesn't have to be a deal breaker either. Again, a safe place, Mm -hmm. a safe place is what we need. I need to know that if I do this while we're married and I make a real dumb move, if I do something really bad that I'm not supposed to do, that we're going to have a discussion about it and you're not going to walk away from me because of it. Because then maybe, just maybe, we weren't meant to be. Gotcha. All
1: right. Okay, so now we are on to the last scenario. Are Mm -hmm. you ready? (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Reggie fell in love with his wife when they were freshmen in high school. Ten years later, they are happily married. Now Reggie is getting encouraged from his family and friends to start a family with his wife, Sabrina. When Reggie and Sabrina started dating, she always thought she wanted kids. Now that they've been married and together for over ten years, she doesn't know if she wants to have children anymore. However, she knows that Reggie still wants children. How do they reconcile their differences?
3: My lord. (laughs) <laughs> that's, a, that's a doozy <laughs> wow wow I, that's a tough one that <laughs> is a tough one yeah. you got me with that one Collier. you really did really, you got me because i really because because it's so much about the two of them
1: and mm-hmm. and and
3: he and him and i think that that's so unfair I think that that's so unfair to to him. You know, I really, really do. I think that that's, Really? it is. It's very yeah. yeah.
0: But that's like because, to presuppose that you're not allowed to evolve, which you do. You grow. You change. Right. You you can't be expected yeah. to be the same person you you were when you met someone in
3: high school. Right. No. Absolutely. I I so get that. But mm-hmm. I think that I think that every man usually usually not every man but most. Men, um i want to say want their, they want a seed of their own they want a child of their own most men do yeah. yeah and i think that and i think you know unless it was already discussed in the you know before the way like we don't want any kids honey you know we I, we really really don't i don't want kids i just want us to go vacation and live our lives and you know do whatever um unless that's discussed beforehand. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that people don't evolve because of course we do. Of course Mm -hmm. we do. But I just, I just think that's unfair to him. Mm. I think that that's unfair to him because if he really wanted kids and they knew this from the beginning and this is what they had planned to do and he still wants kids. And she's like, well, nope, that ship has sailed. I am so sorry for you, pumpkin. Mm. You know, (laughs) that's, you know like Uh, no we're not doing it unless there's some real medical reason why mm -hmm. um i don't think you and this is my opinion y'all pray for me but i don't believe (laughs) you should ever deny you should ever deny your husband anything and i don't think a man should deny his wife anything
1: oh Oh, it goes both ways then all right
3: oh
0: yeah yeah interesting You know, it's interesting. I mean, I guess I probably would respectfully disagree because I think ultimately, you know, marriage, right, is compromise. And and so compromise means by default, you can't get everything you want. It means you have to have a meeting of the minds and usually that someone has to succumb. Right. So usually then it's kind of picking your battles. And then that means that if you had a list of 100 things that you're not getting 100 things because you decided to instead Instead of be an I, be a we. Right? There's no I and we. There's no I and T. Right. So, right.
3: You know, right.
0: I I I understand what you're saying about him. Obviously, if you grow up thinking you're going to have children, and then the person you decide to fall in love with and have a fa- and and you envision having a family with, and that changes, you know, right. how do you reconcile that? I just I don't know. I just think that there's so many women now that I've spoken to who are now kind of contemplating what does children and family planning mean for them? And is that really right. appropriate for them? I just, I, I, I know that women don't feel comfortable saying that. And I just, I think that that's sad too, that you're, you're entitled right. to change your mind. You're entitled now, yeah, you but something you always say is you're, but people don't have to be with each other, which is usually what you say.
3: Right. Cool. No, mm-hmm. well oh that's what Khalil said. Okay. Well
0: like that, like, you know, like just because like in this scenario, your response would be, well, that's fine, but he doesn't have to be married to her, right?
1: Well, yeah, I could well that's so what you I, always I, No, what I always say is that in relationships there are some deal breakers, and to me that would be one of them. If like if he really wants kids and she doesn't want to, I don't know, and they and she says, No, I'm not doing it, that's kind of like it that could be a deal breaker for Reggie, and he could say, All right, forget it then even though they've been together, but I mean, yeah, it, it could be, a, a, that's it, harsh, but, if it's really yeah. an important thing on his list. Cause you know, Reggie's not going to last forever. Nobody does. Like we were all going to leave at some point. And if he really wanted right. to leave his seat and she's not going to allow him and if she's not, she's not giving any alternatives, then I mean, I, I don't know. No. That seems like a big part of the relationship. The
0: problem is if someone says no and then you try to force them to have a kid, then what kind of parent is she going to be, right? Like, so ultimately. Well, she has to decide, too. Like, is yeah. she really, because, yeah,
1: she really, she has to take care of those kids. So she has to be yeah. in it, too. She's got to be fully in it. So, yeah, it goes well, both ways. Know, I, like,
3: know some I, men, think. I know some men who who have taken their children, mm-hmm. right? And um, they say, I'll raise the kids. And they're raising the kids right now. In fact, in fact, oh. I know a couple mm. who mm. are married and they couldn't have children, right? Mm-hmm. But he wanted a child and she wanted a child.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: they ended up getting a divorce, but he ended up taking care of the baby. Mm. He took custody of oh, the child. The child is three years old, four years old, and he has custody. Mm, interesting because okay. the wife doesn't. The wife, she although they went through the adoption process and all of that together, um, she really didn't want the child as much as he did. Mm. And so mm. he got custody, and he's raising his daughter. Absolutely.
0: Wow. But ultimately, right? He so, said he wanted a, He wanted his kids, right? And he got it.
3: So he right. Got it. And so did she. And so did she when they were when everything was cooking. It was good, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, but you didn't get joint some, custody, though, that you're saying. You're saying he just took the sole yeah. custody. It wasn't like a joint Well,
3: custody. not really sole. I'm sure they have joint, but he's the oh, one okay. that's rearing. He's oh, the I one see.
1: that's rearing. All right. Gotcha.
3: So, you know, and, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You know, I, I would feel I, I completely get what you're saying, um, Natasha. I really, mm-hmm. really do. I get the fact that women have a right to change their minds. They have a right to, you know, to want to do that. But can I give you a scenario? I think we mentioned this when we were doing the show the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, We should be like those little chipmunks, right? You remember them. (laughs) Yes, yes, (laughs) when you said that. (laughs) Right. The little chipmunks who prefer one another over and above Mm -hmm. their own selves. You know, that's that's what love is really sacrifice. All day, every day. Because uh-huh. you clearly do not like them every single day.
2: But you <laughs> sacrifice and you, do
3: things. Oh, and you do things that you probably <laughs> would not necessarily want to do. You know, come go fishing with me. No, yeah. I don't like fishing. I'm a girly girl and you're not going to get me to touch a worm. But baby, I really want you there with me to go fishing. You don't <laughs> want any parts of that but you sacrifice because you know that that is what's going to make your partner happy. Yeah. So when you're when you're married and you're in love and, and 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 you are loving on your partner, you prefer them. You prefer what they want and and more importantly, not so much what they want, but what they feel like they need. And while it may not, while a baby may not be, a, you know, a need for some, it is sometimes what the other person needs, and you know, what you know, what some people mm-hmm. need. And so that that that's why, when you think about marriage in in its fullness, mm-hmm. it'll be days when when you're doing things that you don't necessarily want to do, but it's not about I; it's about we. And even if he has to make a compromise, obey, what do you want me to do? Because you always knew I wanted at least three kids. You know, I want a son to carry my name. Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? And, and I wouldn't suggest divorce and all of that other stuff because, you know, come on. I, I don't want to take it to that to that place. But at the same time, it really is for some people. Some people um, on their way to the altar and find out that the reason why they couldn't, you know, um, she's not even thinking about conceiving or he's not even thinking about having no kids. You know, how about she wants a baby um, and, and he's had a vasectomy and he never tells her. Gangster, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And she's like, I want a baby so bad, like I can't wait to get pregnant, and can't figure out why she didn't get pregnant. You know, three years into the marriage, and you know, because he had a vasectomy, he just didn't tell you. He never wanted kids. He don't even (laughs) like kids. You know what I'm saying? But he got you now. (laughs) Well, how about she's taking birth control, and he said, "Well, okay, well, you know," and it's all a facade. You know, I mean, it's it's true. This kind of stuff is happening all the time. And, and when you, you know, it may not be what you want, but you definitely got to understand that marriage in and of itself is such a sacrifice. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a sacrifice. You Absolutely. know, you're laying your life down to become one with somebody else. So you are not superimposing your will onto anybody, whether it's the woman who doesn't want them or the man who does. It is about a compromise. It definitely is. So I completely agree with what you're saying, and you could change your mind and all of that, but think of the consequences and the repercussions of the decisions that you make, you know, as you evolve. You know, are you really considering your partner? Are you considering your partner?
0: no yeah i understand yeah. it's hard yeah, i think i think yeah the, the battle with selfishness and and communalness is uh is real and it's and, and it's difficult right because you when you are a created a being and you grow up in your household you're focused on you 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 spend your entire right. life on you and then all of a sudden then there's oh, i'm in love and then that you conversation changes to a we and you have to essentially reverse engineer everything that you were thinking about like when you get breakfast did you get breakfast for your other person or is that not you know like figuring out what is your Uh, rule what are your rules what are what are your regulations and kind of you know keeping it moving but kim love jones you had us laughing you had us uh (laughs) looking at each other like listen real
3: talk Yes. (laughs)
0: As well. Yes. <laughs> Do we like each other right now? Yes, yes, yes. Thankfully so. But uh,
3: right, right. It's a yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a. Real, I we, today. I
3: know today,
0: today is it's, Saturday. It's a
3: good day. Today's we'll a good day. Looks like
2: yeah, you <laughs>
3: Right, but you know, isn't that really what it's all about, guys? Absolutely. You know, I'm, it's it's an interesting thing that just happened. I was just out last night with a couple, right. And, um, and they're newly married, they're mm-hmm. newly married. And, and I, I was sitting across the table from them at dinner and she said something and he said something and they weren't arguing. They were just talking and she shut him down and she didn't mean to, you know, it's <laughs> like, no, she really didn't. She really, really didn't. And I was watching the dynamics because I watch people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. So I'm watching the whole situation, and I'm saying to myself, they are like toddlers, Mm -hmm. you know, or or newborns, right? And if you can imagine how a newborn starts to navigate their way through the house, Mm -hmm. right? They kind of see their parents walking around or whatever, and they're crawling, and they're looking up. They don't really know all of the dangers. They don't know because it's new. Everything is new. Mm-hmm. And so now you've got to grow to the point that you absolutely love each other um, uh, 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 and understand each other, that there are some core things that we need to work on. But when you first get married, you don't even know. And I, I say this all the time. Relationships are meant to produce pro- to produce revelation about who you are, mm-hmm. Right? It's Mm -hmm. the only way to refine that part of you with the rough edges. So you're going to fumble. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fight, even internally, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to go through these things, and the obstacles are meant to see if you have the intestinal fortitude to continue to grow. Every relationship you have ever had in your life has always been meant to grow you. Your relationship, Mm -hmm. mother, father, sister, brothers, when you didn't like them, when you were fighting over who wore your shirt, you know, if you got siblings, you know, don't mess with my shirt. How do you handle that? And a lot Mm -hmm. of times you don't see the full manifestation of your growth until you get into a relationship with someone that's not related to you, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Absolutely. That's when
3: you start to see what you're really made of because it's not, they don't come from the same environment. They were reared differently. Now you've got to learn to grow together. Mm -hmm. So you don't understand that until you're actually in love with somebody because it's only when you love that deeply that you'll even think about personal growth. Otherwise Mm. you walk away. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, this crap is too hard. Yeah. What? What, what? I, you mean I gotta put up with you? Yes, you do. And at every time, <laughs> at every level of every obstacle, at every place of pain, at every pain point, you're gonna learn forgiveness. You're gonna learn how much a person, you know, truly means to you. But not only that, you're gonna grow because every time you get angry, God is gonna say to you, take a look at yourself. Mm-hmm. What is it that you can get from this? How can you be a better person? Work on you. This whole relationship that I have allowed is because I want you to be a better version of you. When people look at you, I want them to see me in you. And I can't get you to the point of of, of seeing, I can't see me in you mm-hmm. until you go, until you understand what I see in others. Gotcha. Because I love them, too. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Absolutely. And yes, they're failing. And yes, they make mistakes. But I'm going to use this to to mold you and to shape you. Into being a better person through that particular situation, through that relationship, and that's how you grow together is by constantly forgiving, as by you you know over and over again. I mean, I mean, my God, you know, just it's 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 so it's a lot, but that's how you get to the point. And I'm not saying that you should continue to put up with crap because there's some people that's being abused. That's uh-huh. a totally different talk show right? Mm
2: -hmm, But what I
3: am saying is, it's just in your regular everyday life as you're navigating your way through, that you would always have a heart for forgiveness, that you would always be looking to understand and have a heart for reconciliation. But you don't get there because we're stuck when we first get into relationships, right? Mm -hmm. We're kind of stuck into this is the way I want it, And you move, when you get married, from the I, like you said, Natasha, Mm -hmm. into the we. But that don't mean that the habits of the I have fallen off. Yeah, yeah. You still are in that zone. And until you get, until you understand that we're in this and everything that I do affects you and everything that you do affects me, but I want us to be happy and to grow together, you you, you won't get there until you've kind of been through some stuff.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: So, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm a little long winded. No, that's
0: know, okay. We, good. yeah, no, absolutely. This is a very special conversation. Um, It's definitely probably a more unique interview that we've had because I, you know, like I said, you're the first guest we've uh had who does, who did, you know, some of the scenarios with us. So I think that Everyone listening, definitely, they learned. You told them their business. They they ha- they got their life right. Um, <laughs> we're ready. We're ready
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but we definitely, we definitely appreciate you. We love you, and yes, we're thank you, thank thank you. you for coming on. Really. You know, Woken really Free, it. and uh, yeah. we definitely will have to bring you on for another another one of these sessions. You're awesome.
3: Yeah, because I love, I love this. That is so cool. It is awesome. absolutely oh, amazing. You. I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I really love what I do. And can I tell you, if you ever find the thing, if you ever find that thing that mm-hmm. you were purposed to do, you will never work a day in your life. Ever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we will I share-
1: enjoy
0: this absolutely and we will share all your information and your book and all that on wokenfree.com so thank you thank you thank you Kim wow. love you you are a star <laughs>
3: and uh we we love you thank you Dylan. we love you. you i love we you love guys you. too <laughs> you guys have an awesome and amazing day thanks you
0: too thank you too bye bye all right bye bye we are at that time again it is the end, or rather, we're coming to the end of our 36th episode of Woke, Woke and, and
1: free. free.
0: Terrible. Each and every time, Kalil. Uh Why are you just pointing out <laughs> me?
1: You gotta look inner or word, inwards like look into your deeper part of yourself when you ask that question I'm, and when you make that comment
0: i'm a virgo so obviously the reflection of horror is always going to be on others
1: oh all right <laughs> that explains everything now <laughs> Everything I can, is I,
0: clear. I, I can do no wrong. Didn't
1: she know? I can know? see clearly now. The oh, rain bow- is gone. I
0: love that song, though. I love <laughs> that song so much. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, okay, so we're we're gonna keep it moving, actually, because we are professional. Uh, what did we do? True. For this episode? You're right about that. Uh, we didn't just banter and talk smack. Uh, we actually had a really uh, riveting conversation about the do's and don'ts of relationships with our guest Kim Love Jones. She is a relationship coach and specialist author just dope-ass uh, person that you should definitely know about. And you can get all her details on WokenFree.com. Now, I ask the question, for those who listen, Woken Free Nation, you know what, how this goes. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode is going to be all about?
1: On our next episode, we will be talking with Brooke of Madam Finehouse. She's a model, blogger, U.S. Army combat veteran, and also recruiter. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for, you know what it is, Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com.
0: If you would like to be a guest on the show, definitely submit a topic for an upcoming episode to share how you feel or share what you want to talk about on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. So again, that is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. We are very social on social media. Please always feel free to hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page at Woke and Free.
1: If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woke and Free Wednesday. Get woke, get free. Until next time.